Hi, this is Karina Ganters, host of Behind the Pen, and you're listening to the audio podcast. Enjoy. Karina Gantis, your host for Behind the Pen. Today I have a special guest. He's all the way from, uh, I think, America, I'm going to guess. Um, he's DJ Dizzy Bands. Uh, welcome, DJ, to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And whereabouts are you? Um, right now, uh, out of uh, Noonan, Georgia. Noonan, Georgia. So you are in the US. Is that where you were born, if you've grown up there? Correct. I was born in... Uh, the U.S., uh, Newton, Georgia, actually where I was born at, correct. I can I can tell your accent, you're from Georgia, actually. You've got a... That is it a of, southern accent? It's a it, southern it, accent? You're not so yeah. strong, not so yeah, strong. Yeah. <laughs> I can just yeah. hear it. <laughs> well, as you can tell from my accent, I'm from England. Good old blighty. Um, but I'm actually over in uh, Greece, and that's where I live on the island of Corfu. So uh-huh. we're going from Greece to the US, so if there's any feedback or any delay, that's why it's amazing gotcha. the internet. So Behind the Pen is a show for anyone that holds a pen. It's for writers, uh, musicians, illustrators, um, screenplay, authors. Uh, so what is it you use your pen for, DJ? Um, well, a couple of, I actually, uh, producer, Producer slash artist, I guess you could say slash songwriter, um, because I do a lot of tracks where, you know, I write um, for artists as well as sometimes we might do a track and things like that. And also, you know, I DJ for um, shows. I actually DJ for uh, Dripsom, who's actually my brother. So I'm his official DJ um, whenever he has a show and stuff like that. So I'm a mix of a lot of things. Yeah, a lot of mix of things in the pot, and we just put it together. So uh, I'm I'm assuming we're talking rap, hip hop. Yes, we're talking rap, hip hop, pop, R and B, soul. Um, wow. Uh, those genres. That's cool. And how long have you been doing that for? Um, I've been doing that. I would say since about 2011. Um, started as like a younger kid, so it was like a younger kid. Um, I grew up in church, um, so grew up in church, got fascinated with the person that was playing the drums, and <laughs> I seen him, and you know, I, I wanted to ask him about uh, playing the drums, but being a little kid, I was nervous and asking him, so, you know, my mom kind of was a headstrong woman, so she was like, if you don't go up there and just ask him uh, about the about the drums, so that's where it started. started as a little kid, loving music and being in the church, and then transition to doing it about 2010 2011 um started out did you ever play the drums did you ever get a drum kit yes i actually played the drums for a little time um getting into actually playing the piano as well and then with church playing the drums since i had wow. you know uh my, my my mom said you got long fingers so it's like you know i could play the piano started the lessons doing the piano and everything like that and did you enjoy the piano 
Yes, I did. Actually, you know, one of my goals is to get one of those grand pianos in in the house and you know where I can have that open room to where oh, you know wow. you want to play, crack it out and play and stuff like that. That's beautiful. I think I played um if I remember right, I did a bit of violin and then I did a bit of oboe and that's my and I did okay. some keyboard. <laughs> I did do a little bit of piano, but that's okay. uh that's uh, as far as I go as a musician. Uh, I'm right. a singer and a writer. That's my two artistic okay. talents. I'm a singer for sure. So um, it started off at church. It started off with the drums. Um, who were you listening to at that time when you really started getting into music? Um, starting getting, since it started with the church, I would say it started with Kurt Franklin. Um, uh, he's a Christian a gospel singer, um, kind of producer. So it started out with him. And then once uh, I got into like a little bit of rock, a, a little bit of rock when I was like middle school and stuff like that. A lot of people around me was playing like the rock. So I got into metal. So, so it kind of was like a little transition. So I went kind of little genres to genre because kind of little phases because, you know, a lot of people around me was playing the rock. So I was listening to the rock, the heavy metal. Wow. You know, so I went from there and then transitioned into the rap and then... Uh, from there, I would say, you know, you'd have uh, Kurt Franklin. I would listen to Green Day. I remember <laughs> Green Day. Um, Kiss was one of another one. Oh, Those my right gosh. Off my head. So Kiss off the top. So then we transfer into the, the hip hop. You know, I was listening to um, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, and then Nas and stuff like that. So I guess you could say I had a little bit of taste of every bit kind of taste of, of every genre, genre. yeah. yeah to mix it all in together and then we make the uh, DJ Dizzy Band sound. I'm a, I'm a rock chick and I used to sing in a rock band. So okay. I know uh, I know all the bands from the 80s and yeah. the songs and what have you. So that's really surprised me that you got into, to, yeah. especially heavy metal, not just rock. But yeah, because it was a lot metal. of people around me. Like I said, a lot of people around me were listening to a, a lot of it. And those are two I knew off the top of my head. There are a couple more. And I'm trying to think of what they are. It was this one other band. Man, hope if it come back to me, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a, I'm a say them because I know I remember who they were. If they it was were. Green Day era, then you've got Hooper Sank, you've got, um, uh, what's that Canadian one that everyone hates now? <laughs> it was uh, Blink-182. Oh, Blink oh, yeah, Blink, yeah. That was another one. Blink-182, that was another one. Just off the top of my head. Yeah. Punk. Punk rock. rock. Punk rock. Gotcha. Yeah, there we go. So, yeah, you've really gone through all the genres. Yeah. But you're, <laughs> you're happy with what you're, you're doing now? Um. Well, I try to never get, really get complacent, you know. So, you know, I always try to push to go to the next level. Of course, you know, I'm happy, of course, at what the process and, you know, keep going up, you know, to the rankings to, you know, get globally known and things like that. So I always try to push going to the next level, try to push, not getting, of course, we'll have a celebration for like, of course, certain things, then, you know, it's time to work. It's like, we'll celebrate that night, then eight o'clock so in the morning, or three o'clock in the morning, it's on to the next thing because you always <laughs> celebrate that small window and then you got to keep going because, you know, a lot of people, in my head, I figure it's a lot of people start working and then they'll get to a certain point where they're happy and then they'll get complacent and they're just stuck. So mm -hmm. I try not to get stuck to where I have to keep, but I also still soak in celebrating too. So, 
and celebrating and then just knowing, have that switch to, all right, it's time to get back up and go to work the next day to keep doing the same thing. Because you've got your hand in a lot of different um, a different um, parts of uh, music. Let's start right. off with your songwriting. You said that um, you do um, songwriting for your band, um, Dizzy Bands, and uh, for other people as well. Right, right. So, so um, with that, I just, it'll come off as an idea. So when I make the beats, I, I, I produce the beats. And also we have uh, another guy who is um, BG Wigger, who's actually out there in Germany. He's out there in Germany. I forgot which which part. So we, we, we brought him a part of the team um, as well. So we have him. Um, sometimes I'll cook up. Cook, um, a beat up by myself or I'll reach out to him and say hey what do you think and then that'll get because I always think two heads is better than one it's good so, collaboration yeah right, definitely. So we, he might hear something that I might not hear or it might be some irritating sound in the beat that he might hear that I might so he might catch things that I don't and then you know he'll have his own beats which we'll take together so with the songwriting for certain songs I have an idea already with that song if I can't really grasp it by myself I'll give I'll have an idea, like I'll shoot an idea to a certain artist and I'll be like, okay, this is the idea I have for the beat. And they'll be like, okay, I like how it sounds. I already have something mapped out, I guess, in a sense. So if we're if we're uh, doing a session, so hold on, hold on. So pretty much I'll have my little keyboard right here and I'll be cooking up a beat. I'll be making up a beat and I'll have something already in my head and I'll be like, Say if it's a sample or something like that. I have like a melody, like I have the artist, which I think blend well with that melody, and I'll say I'll have this idea for the song. So they'll take that idea, spin it around, and then we'll collaborate on the lyrics and everything like that. And then that's well, I have you know. So so you collaborate with the artists with when you do the lyrics, but you come to them with the beat and the initial idea. Correct. And then some of them will reach out to me and say, like, if they have this idea for a beat and say, everybody experiences the writer's block. They're like, man, I can't just push through that wall to, I know I got something special with this beat, but I just can't push through. And then some people reach out and say, hey, you know, I got this. Um, can you, can you help me get through this? So, you know, I'll take a couple of days, you know, I'll sit there in my car and stuff like that. And I'll listen to the music and then, and you know, really okay. get taken to that place to where, I'm envisioning it. So it's kind of like a motion picture, I guess you can see when I, what I try to create inside of my head. Yeah, I mean, it's not much different to, to writing novels. You know, you've right. got that you scene playing out like a movie. Right, and, right. And uh, when you, you've you got that um, tune and melody stuck in your, your head and, and right. then the lyrics are suddenly coming out sure. and everything's suddenly making sense and then it just starts flowing and when it flows right. that's when you know you've got gold correct correct so that's what we try to create that's that's literally that's every song is something that we try to create we, we we try to create that timeless kind of thing you know timeless music to where you know it'll catch now and it'll still catch like five years from now 10 years from now 15 years from now so that's what we try to do that's the aim for every song but of course you know every song is not going to be you know, a timeless music. So of course you'll have missed ones here and there, but the ones, that's what we what we try to create 
and to push out there. So, so where do you get your ideas for for the lyrics? Um, do you speak about politics and stuff that's going on over in the US? You talk about love. Do you talk about uh, you know stuff that you've experienced yourself as a child? I mean, what, what sort of um, topics do you um, sing? Do you uh, write lyrics for? So to answer that question, I guess it'd be different situations. So I, I try to do the situations I've been in and things like that. So I will do the lyrics around certain situations I've been in or certain stories I've heard and stuff like that. Like, you know, just like how me and you are talking right now. If we were just, you know, casually talking on the phone or something like that. The guy, you know, if it was me and a person I know, we were talking, conversing. He might tell me a story like, man, my girl just dumped me or something like that, blah, blah, blah. blah. And that'll get just from that story, you'll yeah. create some music just from that experience because everybody can relate. Ooh, yeah. Everybody's been dumped before and stuff like that. So everybody can relate to that type of music. They'll, they'll hear the beat and then this is where we'll catch them with the beat and then actually have those relatable um, lyrics to actual situations that people have been through um, and things like that. That's what I evolved my lyrics around. And then I'll try to have an image around that. And then if it's a song that I'll keep for myself, then I'll do that. Or if it sounds better with somebody else, then, you know, I'll pass it that. I'll pass them my idea and they'll put their own spin on it. So to answer that question, it'll be situational. My lyrics are situational lyrics, I guess you could say. Like it's situations that I've been in and stuff like that, that hoping that the audience can relate to these certain situations that I've been through. And, you know, and does we'll it? Does it matter if you're um, doing uh, jazz, soul, R&B, hip hop? Does that then matter of what you're singing about? It'll play a part into the beat a little bit because the, the beat, I, I try to, because there's certain high points in the beat and I'll try to have the high points in the lyrics to evolve around that beat. Like it's, I guess you could call it, it'd be like a punchline in a song. If you call it a punchline in a song, I try to create that towards the the music that we're creating. So with the lyrics, because you might have, let's say it's an up-tempo. Um, like I just, I just had a newborn son just, you know, like. Oh, week, congratulations. That's why, thank you. That's why I have this thing on like this because it carry it, he holds oh. it here. You were asking, well, like, was, why is he wearing I this? I thought he was just part of the clothing. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I have him. He was, he was actually in here and stuff like that. So that's oh, when I was bless. like, I told uh, I told his mom, I said, oh, I got this meeting. It was actually at two o'clock. It's right now. So I had to, you know, get him out and then, you know, come Aww. on. But so just from that situation, <laughs> it'll turn, that situation will turn into an uplifting beat. Like mm -hmm. that'll be an uplifting beat. So I look more towards jazz, more towards those instruments that are uplifting. Like, of course, you'll have a drum set. You can even have like a, uh, trombone solo in there to make it really grasp that passion to make sure they grasp that passion to the situation and into the music so we try to grasp that passion and put into the song and then give it out to see the, to the i would do it the other way if it was me i would be writing about my emotions of being a father for the first time and about right, right. what i want to to give over to what i want to teach my son and so i'd be doing the lyrics first and then once yeah. I've got that, then I would find uh, a beat or rhythm to go with it. And plus, that's dependent on the artist as well. Sometimes the artist will say, I like to hear the beat too. Like some people, if they do have a situation, if that artist did come, 
just like for yourself, if this was, you know, us talking about doing a song, you was like, okay, this is how I like for it to go. And okay, and I'd be like, okay, we could do a live session to where I'm like, okay, and the artists are producers themselves, because you know how you want the song to sound in your head. So and I'm pretty much the person that just knows where to put this and that, the third on the computer, or if I'm doing it live on an MPC, I know where to put it, and you're telling me how you want the song to go. So I need the drums to come in here, I need to come in there, because you already got the lyrics. So you'll be telling me artists are producers themselves, and that was just pretty much a keen example, because you know you would say how you want it done, and then I, as a producer, I'd be like, okay, let's make it, let's make it happen. That's awesome. So you've been producing since uh, 2011? Yes, since 2011, been uh, producing since 2000. I'm Dizzy Bands, the the artist. Right. Uh, Dizzy Bands is is me. So I was right. I usually so I'm the DJ. So it'd be DJ Dizzy Bands featuring DZ Young Bando, which is a song that just came out. Um, so it'd be featuring. So I'll get artists. I will have a beat, and the artist might have an idea. We'll collab um, and stuff like that, and I'll feature it out as a single for myself for you know, DJ Dizzy Bands, so it'd be uh, a single for me, and, you know, I'll get artists that definitely I feel matches the type of tempo of the song and stuff like that, and then we'll collab, and then that's when I'll reach, release a single, like DJ Dizzy Bands featuring Young Bando or um, Dizzy and things like that, so. How cool is that? And I, I assume that you um, saw the, uh, the recording of Behind the Pen with Benzo. Right, right. Correct, correct. Yep, correct. <laughs> when you so just mentioned him, I was like, oh, that's why. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've seen that and did a little bit of research. Oh, he's a good guy. He's a good, good, yeah. good kid. Yeah, really, really polite. And uh, how has it been during the pandemic for you to be able to um, promote your music? Or you just been... Um, spending time making music because of course you've had a lot of spare time to do that um so with the pandemic I really the pandemic would probably be one of the best things that happened to me I guess it would say it's not 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 necessarily far as like the casualties casualties is called stuff like that because it definitely had an effect you know no no I know what you're saying you've got to you've got to get the positive anyway out right. of the negative so, so that's me thinking a, a positive way out there. And then definitely my heart does go out to the people that were lost in it and, and things like that. So with me, I think the pandemic really taught just people how to, nothing is pretty much promised. No. You know, my job could be here today. We have a pandemic. They shut down. Now I'm out of money. I think it, it, it caused some people to think like I need to have something else going on, you know, versus like something on the side or something yeah. like that. I really need to able to generate me a revenue, you know, versus if my job do go something like that. So that's pretty much was one of the things that really honed it in on me when during the pandemic, I pretty much had like a lot of knowledge that I had over the years with me working and things like that. And I was like, you know, I need to, once the pandemic hit and things like that, I was like, I need to you know, really hone in on my music. So the first couple of months I really honed in, um, really just really got behind the pen actually. So really got behind <laughs> the pen and just put my work in just reading and, and constantly learning different ways to promote myself. And then towards the later part of the pandemic, I started evolving as far as like music, as far as promoting and things like that. Cause I knew 
you know, far as just connecting. So the first part of the pandemic, I guess I really just started put my head in the hole and just grind, grinded it out. And the later part, I was able to see, you know, based off of those dividends, what I did, all those years built up to the first part of the pandemic, I really just grabbed all the knowledge of me reading books and things like that. And really just was like, I need to make, you know, I need to present this to the world as far as like, you know, the song and stuff like that. Cause I've been making songs. People don't know the change up song is really was made in like 2013, 2012, 2013. So that song is like that many years old. And I just released it like, um, I think 2019. So a lot of the songs is just getting those songs out and trying to, you know, instead of just sitting on the songs, just getting out to the world, you know, to make sure to see if they like it. And then also, to, to get me to see what I can evolve as like a producer. So I mean, you pretty much did good. You had the time to research and learn right. exactly what you need to do and who you right. need to um, get that music to and how you do it. And you didn't right. know that before. So you were sitting on all those songs and right. just releasing them and not knowing what's going to happen with them. But now you've got that knowledge and you've, you've, you've done your research and you've heard, you've seen how other people do it and have been successful. And so that was out of the way. Then you want to concentrate on some new music, do some new right. writing and, and get ready for when uh, we can start um, getting out and about again and you can start doing live gigs again. Right, right, correct, correct. That definitely was the mission is to get the live, uh, live shows going. What's that like playing? Um, well, Actually, we have, we're, we're in the talks with a live show, actually, to be August the 21st. Excellent. August the 21st in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, at the Northside Tavern. So um, we're looking to book that one. It'll be myself, um, Drip Some, and then uh, Kumo Dollar. He'll be a part, of, uh, a part of that event as well, and plus other guests. So definitely looking to, to kill that one, uh, kill that show for sure. We'll have uh, some content up and, and, and things like that of that nature. So that's cool. We got things going in the right direction. So I always like to keep it keep it moving. But, but explain to to viewers that are listening now that don't know anything about music, have no idea what it's like to play um, and get that atmosphere going and get them jump in and get them into it. And and like with me, I was singing with a live band mm. and we know, we know we've been there, we've had that experience. So can you explain to those that have never experienced that, what is it like um, DJing in front of an audience? What's it like playing live gigs? Um, well, one of them things, I guess you could say, people do music when they have a passion behind it. Of course, people do it to make, to make money and stuff like mm -hmm. that, but I literally have a passion behind making music. In a sense, of what we're speaking about, music to me is like a drug. Me making beats is kind of like a drug. It's like I can't go a day without trying to make a beat or something like that. In that it's texture, cool. it's just it's just like a it's an addiction because it's it's a good addiction because you know it's, you know you'll make good music and collaborate with with people and stuff like that. And I always have to go. And then once you see that crowd reaction, it's nothing like standing in front of that stage and the people getting the crowd reaction, you're getting the head nods. Cause me, I pay attention to people and the crowd. You, you'll have, for example, one of my uh, uh, DJ shows I, I did, you know, you'll have these group of people that act like they're not listening to the music. 
And I'm like, okay, I got to get these people moving. So I'm like, I got to find me a song that'll get somebody. I got to have everybody in the crowd moving, doing a little dance or something like that. It's something like a warming feeling when you see a people that can move, especially if you produce a song. Because sometimes I'll throw my song in there a little bit to mix it around. And then if it blends well with the music already producing, people nod their head to it. I'm like, okay, they're really feeling this song. Or if it's an unreleased music, as far as like people that's getting into music, or that's DJs and stuff like that. I'll do it, spin it in with a major artist. And if it blends well with the crowd, they re- react to it, n- them not knowing it's a new song. And I'll be like, okay, we might have a good song on our hands just for that aspect. But it's nothing like performing in front of a, a, a big audience. Even when I was first starting out performing like 10 people, three, five people and stuff like that. But it's just that I just, i had a passion for it. And then just the crowds just grew from there. It just was a passion behind it and it's nothing like a feeling just watching a crowd or moving a crowd just being a dj just off of music music is powerful music definitely gets it people is. you can get pe- a whole twenty thousand people to move and you know groove and stuff like that so you know that's definitely a great feeling do you mm-hmm. um, mc as well i mean do you s- not not as in rapping mc i mean do you sort of say oh um that's so and so. It's new. Yeah, I, I track, do. Um, you know. I consider myself a DJ slash a hype man. I love hyping up the crowd. Like I'm cool. one of them people that's. You go to a show. You go to one of my shows. It'll. It's. It, it's something to see. Like I say, it's a. It's a performance. Like I'm not just literally behind the DJs. I'll have my set. Set up for the songs that I'm gonna play for when I go out. I might feel the vibe. I might want to just go out and mingle out with the crowd with the song while it's playing or something like that. Or bring somebody on the stage and show them their dance move. I put on a certain certain record, like a little bebop record or something like that. They want to show their dance move. So it's actually, I actually get the crowd involved. So it's not That's like awesome. I just stand there and listen to the music. So I actually try to get the crowd involved and stuff like that. Because most of the people are like, man, this dude crazy. But, you know, that's why I try to... <laughs> but that's why, you know, it, it takes a little bit of going on a little bit of the edge side to you know get that reaction but man i love it i wouldn't trade it for anything in the world when you do your, your live gigs and you djing is is that sticking to a certain genre of music or is that again mixing doing different things mixing different everything because with the crowds you have different you know different races in the crowd you have different um ethnicities in the crowd you'll so of course everybody have their certain music everybody billions Everybody comes together. There's no ethnicity when it's coming to music. It's just the music coming through the speakers. There's no color in the person. There's no nothing. No. When you hear the music, you don't hear nothing like that. So I feel like music is a great way in blending everybody together and getting them on one accord. And of course, that's just with different types of music. Because you might not heard an EDM record that's sitting there, uh, 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 and you're sitting there bobbing to it, and you never heard EDM. And you're just in that crowd and then I play that record and it's just like, they're like, okay, what is this? And they'll pull up their phones and do Snapchat to where you can see what song it is and they, boom, they downloaded the song and it's just getting people to listen to wow. new things. It'll be a mix of different genres. Like I'll throw EDM in there. I'll do uh, rap, hip hop, pop, um, throw some country in there and stuff like that. And then- Oh, country, jams, serious. And, you know, some- some heavy metal. I still put the heavy metal in there because it's still some old, definitely some old classics in the heavy metal and R&B and uh, country songs that still uh, get a whole crowd to move. Like everybody, a lot of people know those old songs that 
I know you've probably seen crowds that they those one couple songs where everybody know, like Michael Jackson, like everybody knows that one Michael Jackson song where everybody can just sing it in the crowd. So that's usually when I'll put those on too. So it'll be a lot of just different credit. See, I would have thought you would be doing like, um, especially when you're promoting it on posters and what have you, um, mm. MC hip hop uh, night featuring so and so guest, so and so DJ um come down you know and it will be all that type of music i mm. can't imagine it being mixed i mean i'd, I'd love that but i, I just <laughs> i just can't you have different it. things because it the way you'll set it up in different sets so you'll set it up with different sets so if i have uh and this is just off the top of my head if i have mm -hmm. an edm artist saying, hey, they want to perform, and I'm opening up, I'm doing the whole DJ, so it'll be DJ Dizzy Band Presents. The EDM artist uh, will have Drip Sum on there, um, Kumo Dollar, and then we'll have, uh, let's say we'll have a country singer come on. So you have to, it's all about a tempo. So up, EDM is upbeat, it's up, up in your face. So that's pretty much, I'm up in your face, EDM kind of, it's right there. So the hip hop blends well with that as well. Certain yeah. songs with hip hop are up in your face too. So yeah. we're going to bring them up to come and bring them, smooth them out so we can blend it in with the country singer. Yeah, I can't see you going straight from hip hop right, straight so, into country. Right, so it's you either starting out, because you can start it out low, and then you'll bring the show up by yeah. the EDM records when it comes out. So it's different different ways you can blend it all together. And that's where, you know, everybody could come and just have a good time with different different artists. You might see an artist say you like the EDM artist and then you see other people on this card and you listen to their music during their performance because, of course, you pay for the show. So you're going to listen, stay the whole time. So you're going to get, you might have a new fan. That artist might get a new fan on that one night just by, the different music that's being played. So are you all about the indie? Are you all about the independent musician, the independent um, uh, rap um, MC? Or, or, I mean, are you, do these so, people have contracts? Do they? So right now I'm a independent artist um, signed with Exit 47 Records. Uh, we have a partnership Exit 47 Records, um, we have a partnership together when I do uh, the shows and everything like that. They get my shows. I'm under their management. Um, for the shows, right. Well, for the whole thing, I'm a recording artist uh, for Exit 47 Records. So okay. we have a partnership to where, you know, it's a, a, a pretty good deal um, had signed for and things like that. So it was a partnership. So I was able to build up the DJ Dizzy Brands brand to make them want to do a partnership to where, you know, and that helps me get to that next level to maybe if I wanted to do something with the major or something like that. So with the independent, it just taught me a lot of things, you know, as far as like behind the scenes um, to get things done and stuff like that. So definitely, it really just depends on the artist because a lot of people can do a major and it's a good look to do, you know, a major if that's best for your situation. It just depends on the artist. But I mean, the, the gigs that you do and the, the music you play, are they from independent artists that haven't yes, been they're signed? Yes, they're, they're from the independent artists. We, 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 we usually work with independent artists. They're actually from my same area where I grew up, uh, Newton, Georgia. So I, I, I definitely 
collab with them. And those are the people that I reach out versus reaching out to, you know, the major artists. Of course, the major artists will be a good look because they have a wide... Nice to have, have one job drop in, you know. Right, right. <laughs> best Because you could bring them in to bring in that crowd and stuff like that. Exactly. So it's best to have... Usually, I'm usually doing work with the independent artists. And we also have a couple big name artists that we'll be doing some collab with in the future. So that's really we, cool. We, we do that's it. really good. So um, what are your plans for when uh, the pandemic's over? I mean, you've got that uh, August gig that you've already um, sort of laid down. Um, so, what um, about your music, your, your actual music, your own stuff? So actually, um, I have a playlist dropping Tomorrow, actually, tonight, oh. midnight. So we have a Spotify playlist called Cost of the Culture um, dropping on Spotify at 12 tonight. I have another song coming out May the 28th. I have another song coming out May the 28th um, called What Happened to Me. Um, it's featuring the same artists that are on Change Up um, because I definitely felt like they had beautiful chemistry. Um, DZ and Young Bando. Uh, make sure y'all go check them out as well. And um, yeah, so we're in the works. Uh, we definitely in the works with working with Dripsom. Also check him out, Kumo Dollar as well. Check him out as well. We're in the works with those two, two artists to get a song together. So that's what I got coming up in the future. And then after the pandemic's over, I'm, I'm trying You're to be booked there. up for shows. I'm trying <laughs> to be booked there. up for shows because yeah. you know, with the pandemic, we, everybody's been in the house. So I'm pretty sure, you know, people want to come out and have a good time at the shows and, you know, uh, have a couple events so we we have an event in works with a major artist doing an event in Georgia as well so um we're definitely looking for that one we're, we're just in the talks right now so we're definitely looking for that one and then once we get that one you work uh, with female artists yes I work with female artists um I'm trying to think I actually did a collab with a female artist her name is uh Strap I did a collab with her on her song, um, The Lion Queen 2, track called Loyalty. Um, we did, um, she's a singer, beautiful voice. Um, I like working with singers. If I had to choose, I like working with singers better than, I'm more of an R&B soul type of person anyway. So anybody, anybody that's singing and stuff like that, that's just me and um, stuff. That's literally where my heart goes to is the singing r&b and stuff like that so i do work with female artists i'm looking to work with female uh up-and-coming female singers or, or or rappers um any in the near future as well that's cool what about um videos are you on youtube have you um yes any of um, your own stuff dj dizzy been? bands video is on youtube the change up video is actually on youtube right now oh, um sure the change up video is on youtube right now you can look that up um, and look at that one. That was shot by Defcon One, and actually dripped some uh, help in collaboration with shooting that video as well. Really, really nice. Video. And that was in 2014, you said. No, this video was shot in February this year. Oh, February right. Year. Actually, I shot it on my birthday, so you know, I, it was February 20th. I had shot it on my birthday, and and yeah, so we came out with that video. And you'll be able to see the YouTube channel. I have to do um, also video edits as well. I'll do video edits as well. So people's music videos, you know, add a different type of spin on there um, and to edit that video. 
You've really got your hand into everything. Haven't yeah, you? there's a lot of, that's, that's a lot awesome. of thinking ahead. So, um, you, when you do your live gigs, I mean, how far are you traveling for them? Do you stay local or do you really go as, as far as you can out so the more people that don't know you get to know you and your music? So usually what we will have coming up in the future will be um, setting up a mini kind of like tour. So the top states that do where I get my streams from and things like that, those are states we'll reach out to you know, first to do, you know, live gigs and things like that. And then, of course, we'll reach out to the lower states as well to do. So to grow our presence bigger in that state. So to go you know, to we'll places get, you've never been before. Right. So yeah. we'll get um, a Mercedes Sprinter, kind of like a mini kind of tour bus, like a little Mercedes Sprinter. Um, and it'll have all the little design logos, you know, the social media links. And we'll start that tour to go. And that's pretty much when the pandemic is fully over. And we'll start that tour and to reach out to every state. Eventually, we want to get into all states, but we definitely have this top 10 states that's been doing a lot of the streams. So we'll reach out to those states first, and then we'll definitely migrate to the more smaller states and definitely try to build that presence up in those Yeah, places. definitely. I mean, the more people that uh, you play to and have heard your, your, your stuff that uh, never heard of, even heard of your, right. your name before, right. you know, the, the more popular and uh, bigger you're going to get. Um, but also, I'm definitely looking to get overseas for sure. I really? Wanna, for sure. I definitely want to look into getting overseas because I've never really been outside the country besides on a cruise to like Cosmo, Mexico. Mm. But I definitely want to get over to like Italy, Germany area and stuff like that. Also, cause I've never been, and then, you know, I definitely want to be something I want to see and, you know, definitely get with the, the culture over there as well. So I can see, see, th see something that I haven't seen before. Cause you know, I've been in the US and stuff like that. And it's always interesting seeing other things that you've never seen. Of course uh, it is. The world's a big place, you know, and we've, we've only got a, a small lifespan really, mm -hmm. if you think about it. So it's good to experience and get as much uh, culture and uh, and as much um, knowledge from other countries as we can in the time we have. I know right. what I was going to ask you. Uh, promotion, while we've been stuck inside the house, where have you been promoting your work? Well, a lot of it, and that's really where I were able to zone in just because I wasn't able to do everything just like live. Like I can't really go out there and uh, pass out like uh, a flyer or something like that to do promotion on the ground level. So it really honed in on social media, yeah. um, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Reverb Nation, Spotify, Apple. So I really kind of did my research as far as like putting, um, as far as like uh, artists getting my Apple Music uh, profile, Spotify, and things like that, so I can have things, have things together, and know where my music is, and making sure you know uh, uh, the masters are together and, and things of that nature. So. See this, this medium, this uh, virtual um, marketing has been open for so long, and it's only because right, of right. the pandemic right. that authors and musicians are suddenly finding this new way of marketing and promoting right, right. themselves. And it's, we've always been here, you know, 
the, the world, right. while we've been online, the world has been there waiting for you. With right. Zoom, you can talk to anyone, like we're Correct. talking now, Greece and, and, and the US. You can um, have a conversation with uh, a new um, artist and, and just person, talk yep. about music. Correct. You know, you could have it recorded. You could have it live where you're just discussing music. And that would be great for your fans, you know. And right. you're then promoting it on social media, which is then getting people that have never... Um, seen or heard of you before listening to this conversation and then wanting to learn more about you and uh, listen to the music it opens right. up uh, so many more doors the virtual marketing and know that when you do go back out there and gig and i know that's what you live for always remember that this door will always be open right and this is your door to to get into worldwide to, to speak to anyone across across the world there, there's no limits anymore now because that's how we you know that's how we got the interview you know pretty much you know on the internet so you know virtually and it's like how we can be in i'm over in the u.s and you know you're over you know um in your country it's just you know uh unlimited possibilities it's just like you know if i can't personally be here to listen to a person's listening session that's overseas, I could, you know, do a Zoom call and, okay, I like the sound of that. I like the sound exactly, of that. Exactly, exactly. You don't it's have to work with people close right. to you and being right next to you. You can mm -hmm. still collab and and uh, do a, uh, write a song with somebody via Zoom. You can do right. it. Yeah. There's nothing stopping. I mean, I've spoken to musicians and bands that are still... Um, working but they're working via zoom because they can't get together and, and go into a studio and so they're just rehearsing and what have you and writing music and and playing the the instruments and what have you and and put putting the track down and everything and it's all done via the internet and it's just there's there's no excuse now for people, you know. There's right, right. everything is 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 there for the taking. Everything's open there. So to to sit back and like, oh, you know, I'm stuck in the house. I can't do anything. I have to wait for the pandemics. No, you don't. No, you don't. No matter no matter what um, artistic talent you have, no matter what um, uh, field of work you're in. Um, even if it's even if it's sales and nothing to do with what we do, um, the internet opens so many doors and there's just no excuses not to use it. And of course, right. like I said, when when things do get back to as normal as we can get, then uh, this is always going to be open and never forget that because right. you know once uh, you're out there gigging and people are learning who you are and your name, they're going to want to connect with you on social media right right and then once you've got a really good following i don't know what your twitter following or your instagram following is once you've right. got a really good number you can do live um feeds with them you know let them um ask questions and talk with them about right. what you're working on or let them listen to some music you know you haven't even released yet you know right it's just there's no limit. Endless opportunities. There's a lot of endless opportunities that you can really do. Is. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for the future for you. And um, especially with, uh, I hope, August 
everything goes well and everything's open and everyone is safe and everyone has a, an amazing time because people need that now. We need that right. social connection now. You know, we, we, can, we can do it virtually, but we need to do to be close to people now we need to um, relax have fun and and chill and and enjoy uh, enjoy the life um whatever we've made of it but uh, i'd really wish you all the best uh, dj with uh, anything that you um, come out with any new tracks and anything you produce and i hope you go from one contract and then Go right, higher right. and higher yeah. and higher, which I know <laughs> that's what you're aiming for. And I know right. a lot of musicians are aiming for the same thing. I mean, you can be right. independent, you can do the undergrounds, but to to get your name out there and to to really get an agent who can push you even further, you need right. to have a, a good backing uh, a contract so um, i really wish you all the best and thank you so much for being a guest on behind the pen you're welcome we'll definitely have to do this again after um after the august show and everything like that we'll definitely have to do it again yeah um, you have to tell me that. how that goes maybe do some Correct. recording or something on definitely. it definitely it's been a pleasure it's been a pleasure being on here definitely uh lovely interview nice nice dope interview um, awesome. And yeah, you guys can check out uh, Change Up. Um, look out for Drip Some. He's got something dropping soon. And the playlist is dropping this tonight, actually. Tonight at midnight, the playlist is dropping on Spotify. Check out Kumo Dollar. He has a record coming out tomorrow as well uh, called Mood. So definitely check that out. And we'll be again for another one. We'll be again.